Welcome. Welcome, yeah. To another episode. Welcome over to the Reds. With your favorite hosts. Larry. And Inelia. Okay, robot. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, honey? Well, first we have to talk about our um, sponsor. Okay. PB? PB, yes. What Grrr. is it? Well, come to work then. She can't come to work right now. She's covered in fleas. Yes. So we need to get some. She's a flea bag. (laughs) (laughs) She needs a few drops of essential oils, some little things, maybe a bath and a brushing. That's all she got. (laughs) That's all she needs. Again. Maybe every day. No, that's bad for them. Brushes? No. Baths and... There was... I mean, we can put more oils on her. Okay. Back to our sponsor, honey. Oh, not PV? No, she's our uh, our distraction. High frequency distraction. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Go, Go ahead. ahead, honey. That's what I just said. <laughs> Go ahead, honey. This what I'm what we're going to talk about today is an article. It's an article published on Substack. We'll read it, but of course, when we read it, we get all kinds of dis. Distractions? Dis- not distractions, but expansions. Yeah. Yes. Little expansions along the way. Yes, indeed. So it can tend to... Dis- I mean, if you want the, the, the two-minute core, three-minute core read, just go there and read it. Read it to yourself. If you want to like have our experience and our journey of it, listen to this. Yes. If you want to do both, that's even better. I think the optimum would be to do listen. both. Yeah. yeah, read it and listen to us mm-hmm. chat about it. And if you really want to get into it, I mean, you really want it? And you do the sub stack. Oh, subscribe star. And then we'll talk about it for two more hours with Ilya and Adelina. Oh, well, formerly one hour, right? Well, it's somewhere around an hour-ish yes. or better. Yes, indeed. Okay. Back to what I was thinking of saying. Yes. So, you read it on sub stack. Yes. Gosh, it's so hard to get these words right. They're close together, that's why. Mm. Substack, it's just written there. Go Substack and then type in Anelia Benz and then you'll see this the newsletter. newsletter. This yes. one is about claiming the entirety of your incarnation. Yes. Yes. Incarnations? S or A? Incarnation. No. Incarnation. Mm-hmm. In- claiming the entirety of your incarnation. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to read a little bit of it and expand on it. And then uh, we're going to talk with Ilya and Adelina for probably an hour and maybe a little more about their experience of reading it and hearing it and the questions that come up for them. And that's the second part of the podcast. And that's the second part of the podcast. And that's where the patrons of the light show up. Yeah, that's where the patrons of the light get that as a bonus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, and that's at Subscribestar. Yes, that's at Subscribestar. You go to Subscribestar, type in Nelia Benz or mm-hmm. Drive into the Res and you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. okay. Thank you to our sponsors. You. Let's begin. All right. Shall I start reading the first paragraph? Yeah, 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 go for it. So, before I start reading, just to let everybody know that Larry and I love to listen to podcasts. We do. And uh, our favorite podcasts are individuals who bring in really uh, interesting people to talk about some things that we wouldn't normally think about. And uh, we just love that because it's literally the expansion of awareness that we've been talking about Mm. all this time. Mm -hmm. As you listen to other people and their viewpoints... 
you can expand your own awareness because you're going to areas of uh, like research and things or ideas or belief systems that you hadn't even maybe considered considered before thought that that even existed right it's it's it scratches into the unknown unknowns that didn't know i didn't even know right so um one of these that fascinated us or me at least (laughs) you mostly (laughs) me mostly um was one interview by crow 777 he interviewed a guy called kurt kallenbach Mm -hmm. and um I mean, I found the interview quite hard because Cullen Beck is really into the victim aggressor paradigm, mm-hmm. like embedded in it really hard. But well, basically, was, 8 billion people are the victim of this. Yes. All of them. All of That's them. everyone. Everyone, yeah. So for me, that's tough to listen to because I know it's not true, mm. right? But he has some really interesting... Concepts and insights and ideas peppered within that victim-aggressor paradigm, um, like, narrative. And um, so it's like, it it was one of those things, like, you know, you can see it, (laughs) but you can't stop listening because there's something there. It's like, there's something there. I'm not sure what it is. I I know it's not this. Yes. But there's something here. What is it going to be? Well, you found it. it. You spotted it. Yes. Well, at least one of them, because it talks about so much stuff. But I think I got one of them. One of the most impactful things I've ever experienced driving the car listening to a podcast. And it was after I pushed stop. (laughs) (laughs) You had to push stop and And say, hey, Larry. (laughs) Hey, Larry. (laughs) Okay, so So, let me read a little bit. Okay. Larry and I were listening to Cross-777's podcast as he interviewed Kurt Kallenbach. Kurt is a man who claims that the institutional routine of cutting the baby's cord as soon as it's born, recording the baby's birth as its first day of existence, and then discarding or doing who knows what with the cord and placenta, takes away our divine rights as, human pers- as a human person. Kurt and Crow 777 talked about how, in South Korea, traditional age-counting customs considers every person one year old at birth and adds another year when the calendar hits January 1st, meaning a child born on December 1st could turn two the next day, and how this way of counting age was a more natural and an empowering one. I mean, the first thing that we both mentioned, talked about when that bit was talked about in the interview, we at least... The way that I saw it was, well, I wouldn't think that North or even South Korea were, you know, bastions of bastions liberty, of liberty uh, sovereignty, sovereignty and a healthy environment. Divine existence. And yes. Somehow better. Better than the United States, right? Or anywhere. Or anywhere else. else. Yeah. It's still a capitalist country, still, you know, power over others. It's still all those things. So mm. that was the first kind of question mark I would put into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. How an external force considers you, um, how old they consider you. I thought it was interesting too because I have a background in communication and I did study marketing uh, within that degree. Uh, one of the things that I found interesting was how they were pushing the agenda by telling everybody now that they were two years younger. <laughs> right? Yeah. And like Somebody said, I was going to turn 30 and I was really worried about it. This lady said, and now I'm 27 and I'm, it's great. I'm not going to be 30 for another two years. Yes. So 
it's not it's like they're pushing it through that agenda and I thought that was interesting and the whole marketing campaign that the government is doing and also the fact that they're changing it with regards to certain things but other things such as when they can conscript you to the army and things like that they haven't changed it so it's like oh I see so for the army you're still two years older so they can be conscripted really young but for General general decision-making and sovereignty. Yeah, you're two younger. years younger. <laughs> tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah, so anyways, that was the first bit that we looked at. Yeah, you know, it was a bit of intriguing. It's like, wow, yeah, that's an interesting concept to start your life at conception instead of start your life at birth officially, as in how old you are. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, yeah. His logic and theories were too far even for me, I have to say. It did get too far even for you. Yes, it did. It got a little bit too far for me. But for some reason, what he was saying, the energy behind what he was saying was resonant. There's something there. There was something there. there. I can't put my finger on it because of his words. Yes. But there is something Something there. there. Because when I just said, oh, let's just start counting from there instead of here, that makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because that's... Also, your life part, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. But there's some more, some something else. And then there. you get into the whole thing about oh. women's rights and oh, abortions and rights to yeah, I don't really want to choose life and all that stuff, right? Which is all victim aggressor again, right? So the birth uh, thing and the, when did you start your life? All of that is wrapped up in victim aggressor. Out if she wants to, yes, like or not. yeah, it's all wrapped oh, up in victim aggressor stuff. It's just <sighs> yeah. So you don't even want to talk about it. It's almost like you're repulsed from talking about it, or you become very, 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 very extremely righteous about yes, one or the, or the other, other, which means you also can't see it very clearly. Exactly. So you miss the point of the whole yeah, yeah. thing, right? So yeah. s- step back, step back away, step step away from the righteous, yeah, yeah. just for a minute. Let's mm-hmm. just think about these things. Yeah. In other words, it felt like he was paranoid and assigning blame and intent for these actions that did not belong together. But the picture at the end made sense. Kind of sense. Kind of sense. Kind of sense. Yeah. So he went all over the place. But the end conclusion made sense, which was really strange. Right. There is something around our birth that is a disempowering action. Action. Yeah. That um, not through any victim, anything or other, but there's something about birth that we have disempowered ourselves around. Yes, indeed. That's started to be the kernel of what we were starting to see, to right? see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a kernel there. Yeah. I don't know enough about Kurt Kallenbach to talk about him as a person or even comment on most of the stuff he said in that interview. Yeah. As a majority, it was a deep dive into the victim-aggressor paradigms that made us all powerless and helpless. I found his insights fascinating because they were out there into the strat- stratosphere of what we might call normal. And whenever I came across a person, I come across a person like that. I, I take it as an opportunity to expand my awareness into something that might prove to be interesting, mm. right? Because it's like we are so I was sitting there wondering why are we still listening to this? <laughs> yes. And she's like, "Wait a minute, one minute, yeah, just leave it a minute. <laughs> Wait, where is it going to go with this?" Yeah. I'm like, oh, "I've already heard this seventeen times." Yeah, he did say it a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of his talk was about how energetically and symbolically, and maybe legally, and sure about that bit. I'm unsure. 
he took back those nine months of life from conception to birth, and that had been taken that had been taken away from him. Right. Another one of these kernels in there. He claimed back his yes. incarnation from the moment of from conception. the moment of conception. According to him, those nine months of life had been taken away by severing the umbilical cord before the placenta was born and had given all its energy to the baby. Right, that energy was stolen. Right. And then registering his existence from the moment of birth, not conception. Right, so that time was also stolen. When he took back those nine months, he became complete, more powerful and able, and he severed part the umbilical cord and placenta were no longer claimable by the state. Which, that confused me. I couldn't put together... What they're doing with it or how yeah, they're claiming it? how they're claiming it, what happened to that material, you know, all of that stuff. I just couldn't, you know, it just didn't fit into me. Uh, anyways. Anyways, you know. But there was something there, right? Mm-hmm. There was something there. there. So, that's the summary I wanted to give of what I understood from Crow 77 interview, that one. And I hope have given him a correct representation. Right. Which is kind of hard it's because... It's a little bit hard because there's a lot there. There's a lot there. And, you know, often when I start hearing a lot of victim aggressor stuff, my ears switch off. Yeah. So it was really tough to keep them open for me. But there was something there, so I, I did my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, it kind of like allowed it all to go in, and then I pretty much allowed it all to just exit. Yeah, I was like, um, because I had all of these things to compare the things that he was saying with things that I observed that are exactly like that, that haven't had that taken and all that, and I don't see their existence being dramatically different than other. Mm -hmm. So that dramatic thing that had to do with a physical thing that was going on didn't seem to ring like. Okay, that's it. No, there was something yeah. else. I agree. But it's just, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, more like, I'll just let it simmer for a little while. I'll put it in the bucket of, that's interesting data, and I can't can't really know what to do with it's it It's when, when you suspend your judgment on something and just take it in a state and keep it there as data without judgment. I think that's right, what it is, right, right. right? Yeah, just we'll stick that bucket. And it's like, I can't say... Yeah, and, and I'm I not think <laughs> engaged even, enough to decide. Yeah, and even Crow <laughs> yeah, got a little bit triggered a few times. Yeah, right. And he's yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then came round again. Okay, blah, 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 blah. yeah, it was a little bit like that, right? Right. The reason I want to give him a correct interpretation, representation, and also bring him to our collective awareness is because there is something inherently true about the denial of existence before birth causing a lack of sovereignty and power. Mm. Okay. There's something around that. There was. Yeah. How do I know this? Well, as many of you already know, when I hear something interesting, I try it out. So I sat in the truck while I listened to Kurt talk. I closed my eyes. Close your eyes. You can try it now. Yeah, close your eyes. Close your Mm -hmm. eyes. Well, if you're not driving. Yes, don't do it if you're driving. Don't close your eyes. Because I wasn't driving. You were driving. Unless you're super fast with closing your eyes and opening them. No. I mean, you can blink. Don't do that. Don't do that. I felt into that moment of birth. My birth. Feel into your birth. Yeah, my birth. So feel into your birth. Okay, I'm feeling. Then travel back to conception. How about we just 
no, travel no, no. back to the time of conception instead of the actual conception. Yeah, that moment of conception when the two little cells, yeah. they, it doesn't actually happen while the parents are having sex, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> it happens after. after. Got to go after. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go swimmers, after. The swimmers need to swim <laughs> okay, for good. quite a bit, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's not, not what, what you I was going for. Let me go a little past there, okay? Yes. Let me just go biological. To the, mo- to the moment when the two little bits the little of light uh, yeah, flashed. flashed and the two met. And you came into you the began. universe. Okay. That moment. Going to that moment. Okay, I'm there. Okay. You're so going to that moment, and then claim those months. So what I did was to go into the moment of birth, and then I went back to the moment of conception, and I claim those months. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nine months. Sometimes it's ten. Sometimes eight and a half. Sometimes seven, eight, seven six. Yeah. So all of those months that you were in the womb, claim them. Those are me. Those are you now. Those are you. You existed then. Those are yours. Claim them. Right? Claim them and as when you became a being from that moment of conception. And then everything else was experience. Mm-hmm. The months you were in the womb was experience. The moment of birth was experience. You can hear the right? heart. You continue with your experience. Yes. You claim back all of the energy, all that power. Right? And for me, that change in my field, the power and energy was instant. It was a whoa moment. Whoa. Yeah, it was definitely a wow. Whoa, wow. Because I got bigger. I became more. Yeah, right? I became less fractured. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's definitely a truth. It is, isn't it? Unquestionable. Unquestionable, yeah. Of course, though, you took it to the next level. I did. Yes, because, I mean, enough wow. Let's go, holy mackerel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, as, a, as, of course, being someone who knows that people have more than one life. Yes, all of us And then do. not only the soul incarnates, but the soul also has, the body also has multiple lifetimes. All of them. I then went back to the moment of conception for the soul into physical reality. The moment of conception reality. of your soul into physical reality. Yes. Which is not probably, well. And for the bodies on conception and in the universe. And for Not just in this lifetime, but the original time. The very, 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 very first time your soul was conceived of a physical experience and your body conceived of a physical expression, because it can be two paths, right? Go to that moment and feel all of those lives, including all the times in the womb, all of those lives, all of them, and then the in-between lives, right? All of it. Just imagine and have feeling to all of them and see that all of them are you. All of those are you. You are all of those. And you contain all the knowledge and wisdom, energies, experiences, power that you have gathered and seen and perceived and experienced throughout all of those lifetimes. All of them. How does that feel? Well, it's, it feels like I'm reaching and reaching and reaching and I can't find the ends. 
Yeah. Feels like that's so vast, that's unreachable. It's like a Grand Canyon, it's just a jump too far. Like, I could take back five or ten incarnation chunks. I can't think of them in my body way. And oh, I have a hard time with my soul way conceiving of this as incarnation, incarnation, because it feels like one long something forever yes. that has no start. Mm-hmm. So, the um, process for me individually more comes in chunks of mm-hmm. centuries or chunks of yeah, epochs. Mm-hmm. I could go a few epochs, but I can't go past my conception of life experience, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so vast that it's it's laugh. It makes you gag. It makes you giggle. <laughs> right. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> How about for you? Because your experience of it, I'm, I'm certain, Slightly is different. different because yeah. you do have that conceptions. Yeah, so from the perspective of soul, it happened 58 years ago. Right. Right. The moment of the soul entering the cells that had become a being. Right. Mm-hmm. The expression of a physical body elemental that that moment in time space in my mother's womb actually I think it was in the tube Mm. and um, yeah it was in the tube and then travelled down into the womb so for me as a soul that's as far as it goes right? but even from that moment it's extremely empowering to me as a soul when I tapped into the physical body that just blew me away (laughs) because the first conception of physical body elemental experience like you said is so far back in tight linear time that it's almost inconceivable to imagine right but i'm using these words conception and inconceivable conceivable on purpose and i don't know if you noticed it but that is the nature of reality is a conception you conceive of it So, for me, that's what I did with the physical body elemental. <laughs> you started from where you are right now and went back, right. right? But I went from the moment of conceiving of physical reality as an experience within my, well, for my physical body elemental and moved forward to where I am today. That's a good, good idea. Right. Because it does actually have a beginning. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for the soul, it's like, it's very clear where did you, when you came into physical experience of birth in this physical universe. As a soul, yes, there is no beginning. There's no concept of beginning because it does, a soul does not exist in linear time. It doesn't. Well, maybe that's why. Yeah. But the conception of having a physical experience is in physical linear time. Yes. Or measured as such. So you can actually go back to that moment. It could be like a decision. Your soul decides, I want to have a physical experience. And you entered that moment when the two cells joined. Right? Yeah, I can see that. Back, 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 back. Billions of years ago. Right? Boom. And now you claim from that moment to now. as you complete <laughs> your eyes are going google it yeah. <laughs> what <It's>, happened <laughs> it's 
It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it? Right, it is a lot, yeah. The only way that I could conceive of it was mm -hmm. existing in a crystalline lattice work that looked like neurons in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like lights, colors, and the crystalline form in the planetary matrix type of a thing. It just felt like that would be the first chance to have a physical experience. Mm -hmm. It's like the big, like the training wheels, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. because it's somewhat static and there's less moving parts, I guess, mm -hmm. in a way. And there's a limit, limitless um, lattice matrix to practice attaching to. Right. That's how it felt. Nice. But that's vast, vast, <laughs> vast, vast. Yes. vast. So and that's vast, you. Right. So you are that. And you have that behind you. You have that. That's why I'm so good at um, cooking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you get it. That's why you're so good at the things you decide you're going to be good at, because I think I'll be good at that. Yeah. Is all you got to do. Yes. And then you tap you into are. that. I am. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's well, pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, this exercise is extraordinary. It is. Right? And the... Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Crow and Kurt. Kurt, for conceiving, birthing this idea. Into the human collective. Into the human collective. Indeed. Gen generating the spark that yes. brought it to be talked of. Yes. Right? Yeah. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. I was blown away. I was blown away and I was driving. <laughs> I was like... All that from that? Wow. Yes. That's what I got out of it anyways. <laughs> Jeez. So, you know, you know who to listen to podcasts with. <laughs> if you listen to a podcast with me, I probably hear things. more other things than you would have heard. Yes. You would have, I can have that knack of hearing and seeing, perceiving things differently to other people. Indeed. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to hear how... Ilya and Adelina experienced this moment. Yes, it would be. Yeah, it will be. Anyways, um, all I can say to describe this energy is suddenly it felt like peace. Suddenly all fears and worries and stresses and frustrations fell away in that moment. Totally. Not only that, but my awareness became more acute, more accurate, more capable. More sure and certain. It's like capable. 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 Very yes. ca I'm capable. Yeah. Capable. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, we have to talk about this. I'm driving to the rest, Larry. And I said, text it to me. Yes. So we said, don't forget that. Yes, don't forget. Text it. So you did. So yeah, I did. I picked up the phone and I wrote, I wrote, claim the entirety of your incarnation. Da, da, da. Claim the um, entirety of your incarnation. Yes. Yeah, so at the beginning of this podcast, Larry said, shouldn't it be claim the entirety of your incarnations? Yeah, with an S. Right. And I said, no, it's incarnation. Because guess what? I'm guessing it is an incarnation in multiple forms. Yes. It's just like we've been talking about before. It's, it's a constant. constant thing. It hasn't stopped. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Only thing that changes is your claiming of the chunks. Yes. Like I'm going to seal off this chunk from all the other chunks so that mm -hmm. this chunk is experienceable more as a single. <laughs> But at the time of the split now, there are some things that are, right, um, tough 
tougher. Tougher to, I guess, um, navigate mm-hmm. from too much closed off. And that's kind of the end point. It's like, let's have our experience of our life that includes claiming more of our incarnation. Mm-hmm. Claiming more of our certainty, expertise, knowingness, ability, all of these things. You're all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. So the only one who could possibly be the only one who could fool you is you're yourself mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. What I perceived was that just like he said, I'm not severed. Right. That mm-hmm. is like a magical act or whatever. I can't remember the words they used, but like a ritual to sever me from my totality. Just like that. To me, when I looked at when would the, that when did that totality begin? It didn't begin with the conception of this lifetime. No. It began with the conception conception of the idea or the decision of you to incarnate, and that happened billions and billions of years, billions and billions of linear years ago. Right, and then the entirety of who you are is complete. It's not. It's not fracturing into different incarnations. <laughs> right, right. Right. And even the in-between lives is a conception of subtle physicality to keep you going in the games and the decisions you've made of the experiences you want to have in the physical world. So, what? Very nice. <laughs> it's, very, it's very nice. I mean, the... Ex- Claiming back that nine months is a really good starting point. It is. Right? Yes. That gives, you the, that gives you the stretch mm-hmm. you need to experience the just how it is. Yes. It's bigger. Mm-hmm. And all the other exercise is really... An expansion of that. An expansion right? of that, yeah. right? Yeah. So the little one is a good stretch, good yes. start. And then stretch yes. it and then stretch it and then stretch it. Yes. You could claim five, ten, a hundred lives. You yeah. could claim... A billion years or a million years or a thousand years or even a couple hundred years. Yeah. Just stretch, 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 stretch. See how far you can get. Or Could do it my way. Well, her way. You just start at the beginning. Conception. In and the beginning. I did it the other way. I <laughs> yeah. went to conception. Started the and beginning. then went all those nine months. And then go up those. to claim you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I went to conception of the physical body elemental expression of physicality back millions of years and then went forward from there and claimed that and what about well you did the soul one but the soul one doesn't have a long time no the soul is actually literally 50 years ago <laughs> yours is a little unique and that's in that form right but it's like if I, I could actually claim the idea of existing as a person and then I could also claim the conception of experience as a a, a, a we right Right, that and did that, start with soul. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to keep it simple. Mm-hmm, human mm-hmm. soul, human body. Part part of what may be new in some of this, but maybe it's not, is that your human being is a human body and a human soul. Well, I use the words human, but <laughs> maybe... A body and a soul, right? Mm-hmm. We're familiar with those two things. Yes. And the body having a history of incarnation. Yes. And the soul having a history sometimes with that body and sometimes not with that body. Right. Those concepts are 
some a stretch for some. Right. But um, the definition we're using for a human being is a body elemental with a history and a soul, human soul, connected as mm-hmm. a being. That's a human being. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we're stretching our claiming of our body that we're with mm-hmm. and our soul. Yes. Not just our nine months. Not, not just the nine months. That's so much. <laughs> All right. Let's okay. see what let's Ilya see and Adelina come up with this. Yeah, this that'll be interesting. interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Excited. Okay. Love you, honey. Love you.